0: <laughs>
1: Listens with amazement as Cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, white faced and shaken with emotions, reveals a startling development in our story.
2: Oh, gosh, Mr. Kent. Howard Jones and Bobby Lee, they.
0: They. What is it, Jim? What about them?
2: They. They're gone. Gone? What do you mean? They're gone, I tell you, and. And I don't think we'll ever see them again.
3: Gang, most of you know the story of the Alamo. That famous battle fought for Texan independence. You see, Texas wasn't always part of the United States. It was originally a territory belonging to Mexico, although many Americans settled there. When these settlers decided they wanted Texas to be free of Mexican rule and part of the United States, they had to fight a hard and bloody war for independence. The Alamo was one of the most famous battles. There, General Santa Ana, commander-in-chief of the Mexican army attacked a few hundred gallant Texans and massacred them. That terrible massacre made General Santa Anna's name one of the most hated in Texas. And everyone waited for the day Santa Anna would be captured. As it happened, his capture was one of the most fantastic episodes in Texan history. For one man, single-handedly, captured this commander-in-chief of all the Mexican forces. That man was Major Leon Dyer. Leon Dyer was originally from Maryland. What was he doing in Texas? Well, his father had come over to America because he loved liberty. And he brought up young Leon to love America, too, because it was a country where people of Jewish faith, like the Dyers, lived together and worked together as true Americans with Catholics and Protestants. When young Dyer heard of the Alamo, he felt he must get in this fight for freedom. So he headed west and became one of the most famous heroes in Texan history. At the end of this program, we'll tell you the thrilling story of Major Leon Dyer's single-handed capture of General Santa Ana, so be sure to keep listening.
1: And now, the adventures of Superman. A pair of bigoted brothers named John and George Mason are determined to prevent Howard Jones and Bobby Lee, two Unity House boys, from competing in public athletic contests. George, the fanatical brother, actually shot at one of the boys and almost killed cub reporter Jimmy Olsen. (coughs) Then on the day before the city playground championships, John Mason had his son Ralph place two small packages in the lockers belonging to Howard and Bobby. And when Howard saw them, he became panic-stricken and told Bobby they were in serious trouble. (coughs) A short time later, Clark Kent, who is Superman, received an excited phone call from cub reporter Jimmy Olsen, manager of the Unity House track team who begged Kent to come to the Metropolis Stadium at once because something had occurred. As Superman, Kent streaked to the stadium. Now, having secretly resumed his disguise of a mild-mannered reporter, he is with Jimmy in the locker room.
0: What's the matter, Jim? What are you so broken up about?
2: Golly, Mr. Kent, it's about Howard and Bobby. I, I can't help feeling it was my fault somehow. What was your fault? Tell me what happened. I... I don't know what happened. You don't know? No, all I know is Howard and Bobby are gone, and and tomorrow is the championship track. But means. they've gone where? What are you talking about? Oh, here, read this. What is it? A note. Howard left it for me before he... Wait a
0: minute. He... Dear Jim, something bad happened, and Bobby and I have to go away. I wish we didn't have to leave before the championships. Where
2: did they go? But
0: we're worried that if we stay, we might get you and the coach and the other boys on the team in trouble, too. So we've decided to go. Your hope Unity House wins tomorrow. Goodbye, your friends Howard Jones and Robert Lee. You see, Mr. Kent, do you see? Yes. They say something bad happened and they have to go away. Have you any idea what that could be, Jim? No.
2: I saw them just a short while before I found this note in my locker. They didn't say anything about this.
0: Did they appear worried or upset? No.
2: Bobby was kidding around the way he always does. And there didn't seem to be anything wrong with Howard. Wait a minute,
0: Jim. I think I know the answer. You do? Why? Just a minute.
1: Hello, Jim.
2: Oh, hiya, Coach.
1: Say, hey, what's Kent looking for under those lockers? I don't know.
2: Look, did you find out anything about the boys?
1: No, but I called both Howard's and Bobby's homes. Their parents have no idea what's wrong. They haven't heard from the boys either. Oh, golly. I called the police, too. They're on their way down here. You can't understand this.
2: I think I can, Coach.
1: Hello, oh, Kent. What did you find?
2: Yeah, what have you got there, Mr. Kent? Take a look.
0: Both of you. Oh, what?
2: Why, why, those look like tiny wooden crutches.
0: That's what they are, Jim. Two pairs of tiny crutches. Yeah, but But
1: they were what? in these two envelopes.
0: See? Howard Jones is typewritten on one envelope. Bobby Lee is typed on the other.
1: I think I understand
0: now. Well, I don't. You will when you see what's typed on this little tag, Jim. Listen. How would you like to race on these? The scoundrels. Dirty, low, filthy. How would you
2: like to race on these? Holy smokes. I get it. It's a warning.
0: Yes, a warning to Howard and Bobby that unless they withdraw from the playground championships tomorrow, they'll spend the rest of their lives on crutches. Oh,
1: brother. Boy, how I'd like to get my hands on whoever is responsible for this. So would I, Coach. But, But who would
0: do it? The same person or persons who objected to Howard and Bobby's presence on the Unity House track team in the first place. They couldn't talk the boys into quitting the team or persuade you fellows to fire them. They sent them these crutches. Howard and Bobby knew what they meant. Where could the poor kids have gone? I know they didn't have any money. Yeah, that's what worries me. We've got to find them before something happens to them. And what's more, they've got to race tomorrow to show whoever is responsible for this outrage that they can't get away with threats and violence.
1: I'm with you on that. But Look, How you say we... you
0: called the police, Coach.
1: Yes, they ought to be here any minute. Good. You two wait here for them.
0: I'm going to look for the boys my way. See you later. This is a job for Superman. Out of these clothes. (sighs) Then I'll cover this neighborhood first from the air. There we are. All set. Now,
4: up, up, and away.
0: (laughs) I've scoured this neighborhood, but there's no sign of Howard or Bobby. Where to now? Wait a minute. They may have contacted their homes after Coach Thorn called. I'll try Howard's house first.
5: Away! Away!
4: Bobby Lee's father on the phone, Mr. Kent. What did he say, Mr. Jones? Neither Bobby nor Howard are there, and he hasn't heard from them either. Uh Uh-oh. I'm worried, Mr. Kent. Frankly, I'm badly worried. Now, now, take it easy. The boys are probably all right. Yeah, but they've been gone for several hours, and I know Howard didn't have any money. Well... Mr. Lee says Bobby only had a few cents, too. I know, but... They're they're so young, and they were frightened. Anything could happen to them. Anything. Yes, Howard is young, but he looks as
0: if he could take care of himself, so don't worry, please. Now, look, if... if, uh...
4: If Howard was a bit scared and wanted to get to a safe place, where do you think he'd have gone? Well, Usually, when anything worries my boy, he always comes home to me. Yes, of course, but this time, apparently, he didn't want to endanger you and his mother. Uh, Under such circumstances, where else might he have gone? Well, well, he might have made for his uncle's farm. Oh? Where's that? Upstate, near Winston. Howard spent a couple of summers up there. It's just a tiny place... That's way up near the border, isn't it? Yes, it's on a spur of the Northeast Railroad. All right, I'll look into that right now. Don't give up yet, Mr. Jones.
0: I'll report to you later.
1: <laughs> Hurrying from the Jones house clock, Kent swiftly resumes his true identity of Superman. Then.
4: Up! Up! And away! <laughs>
1: Leaping into the darkening sky, the man of steel hurtles away to the north on a trail that, he hopes, will lead him to Howard Jones and Bobby Lee. Is he on the right track? We'll be back in a moment to find out about Howard and Bobby, so keep listening.
3: Gang, here's the rest of that exciting story of Major Leon Dyer's capture of General Santa Ana. When Dyer came to Texas, things were pretty bad. But then, through a clever plan devised by Major Dyer, the Mexican troops were tricked into an ambush, where the Texans fell upon them from every side. Victory was theirs. However, Major Dyer was still not satisfied. He wanted Santa Ana himself, but the pudgy dictator wasn't anywhere to be found. Determined to get Santa Ana, Dyer rode right into the very headquarters of the general. Paying no attention to the bullets that whizzed by his ears, he rushed into the fancy tent of the sleeping soldier. In a moment, Dyer's smoking pistol forced the Mexican general out of bed. Dyer allowed him to cover his short nightgown with a dressing gown... and then forced him to mount and ride ahead of his captor. Wild shouts of laughter greeted the terrified prisoner back in the Texan camp. This nightgowned next terror of Texas had been captured by one man. The Texans rewarded Major Dyer by permitting him to take Santa Ana... all the way from Texas to Washington... where he was put on trial for his brutal crimes. Once in Washington, all sorts of honors were heaped upon Leon Dyer... But his proudest moment came when his father put his hand on his shoulder. My boy, he said brokenly, you are a true American. America is the land of liberty for people of all faiths, whether they are Catholics, Protestants, or Jews like ourselves. America has given us liberty, and you in turn have helped bring liberty to others. That is as it should be.
1: adventures of Superman. As twilight shadows the landscape, a long freight train winds like a puffing snake along a narrow grade from which the roadbed falls away for hundreds of feet to a swift running river. Atop a boxcar, Howard Jones and Bobby Lee crouch on a catwalk, bracing themselves against the jostling and bucking of the train.
6: Bobby I am Howard I just hope those guys don't know where we are how can they nobody trailed us to the freight yard you hope I'm sure they didn't don't you worry we'll get up to my uncle's farm all right we'll be safe there will he call up our folks and tell them not to worry sure he will oh,
5: gosh I promised my dad I'd never hitch a ride on a freight so did I but we didn't have money to buy
6: tickets did we well no but just... wait Bobby what's the matter look up ahead now, Brakeman's coming along the tops of the cars. Holy smokes, what do we do? Well, we can't let them see us. I heard they sometimes hit you with a steel rod and knock you off the train. Jeepers. I got it. We'll crawl over to the ladder on the side of the train and hang on to that till the Brakeman gets past. Go on, you're closest to the ladder. But, but gee whiz if we fall! Don't worry, just hang on tight. And only until that Brakeman passes by. Hurry up now, we'll be along long ride away. Well, okay. Is he coming? Yes, but he hasn't seen us yet. Move along, but be careful. I'm just about to the ladder. Don't slip now or you'll go down into that river. Oh, brother. Look out, Bobby. We're going around a sharp
1: curve. Keep right. on, Bobby. off balance as the long freight swerves at high speed around a sharp bend. Howard and Bobby grit their teeth and hang on for dear life as they feel themselves about to be flung from their precarious perch into the wide, swift-running river below. What will happen to the two youngsters? Will Superman, on his way north, see the plight of Howard and Bobby and be in time to save them from the danger that threatens their lives? There's a -a thrill-a-minute in Monday's tense action-filled episode, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Yes, tune in on Monday, same time, same station, for more of... The Adventures of Superman.
3: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.